And that's the key. That's the key to sustaining anything long-term in life. You will have bursts of energy and motivation during certain periods, and then you'll have periods where it just dips or flatlines. It's what you do during those times that is important and crucial. This is the Hello 20s podcast. My name is Jan and I'm your host. I'm a corporate professional during the day, a digital content creator by night, and really just a 20-something year old trying to navigate life while sprinkling a little knowledge and wisdom here and there. Let's face it, we don't have it all figured out, but we can learn a little from each other along the way. And I'm so glad you are tuning in on today's episode. Hello everyone, thank you for joining me today on this episode of Hello 20s. Today we are celebrating two years of podcasting. It's not exactly this date, but this is a week, so we're going to dedicate this episode to the celebration. Also, I know if you um, go to my very first episode, it says October 24th, 2018 as the release date which is true but that's because that was a date that I submitted the first episode to the podcast app so that I could reserve my name but the official launch was the last week of November in 2018 the last Friday of that week and so anyways my friend messaged me the other day and said she couldn't believe that the two-year mark was coming up with this podcast and I feel exactly the same I think what I I have learned from the last two years is that time goes by so 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 fast in the moment two years from now may seem far away right but when you're looking back two years was not too long ago and so with this I just realized just how crucial it is to take action and inspired action when you feel like doing something. I was thinking back to when I had the idea to start this podcast and I was also listening back to the first episode that I released and yes I did oh I did cringe (laughs) and um but yeah when I I think back to that time I can't help but just laugh a little I'm really not a talker and to think I had this idea to create a podcast which is just solely focused on conversations and talking it's like if I if I didn't have the drive and the excitement to dive into a new platform, I think I would have let my doubts and fears hold me back from even launching. The doubt and fear of what do I even have to say and share. The fear of no one liking the show or no one listening. Um, the fear of people finding out and, you know, I don't know. I just had this idea or this like thought that, some people might find it weird and it's like, oh, you have a show? Like, that's kind of weird. You're kind of just talking into the void. I've actually had people ask me, like, does it feel weird to just talk to yourself <laughs> when you're recording? I don't know. I, I don't feel like it's that weird, but um, I guess if someone's like recording me right now, it does look a little weird. I'm just talking to myself, but I'm talking to you guys. This is not to say that I don't have fears anymore when it comes to creating and putting things out there, but when excitement and passion takes over, fear diminishes until you start to pay attention to them again. Uh, I used to be so afraid to talk about my YouTube channel when I was active, and when I started this podcast, I was still pretty shy talking about it. But I've noticed over the years, or at least over over the last two years, I've gotten more comfortable talking about it, more willing to talk about it, 
when someone brought it up instead of just skirting around the topic especially when I went on dates and the guy like would bring it up Um, I think it was just a fear of someone losing interest in you because you're doing something different but what I've learned is that you know these are what I enjoy doing and yeah maybe in the beginning it's easy to pretend to not do something or pretend to be someone that you're not but you can't drag that out long term and so what I've learned is just really if the person is not interested in you because of who you are who you truly are and what you truly enjoy doing then just don't continue because that's going to be exhausting. But at least the guys that I have went on dates with, they have proved me wrong and they have all been very kind. (laughs) So the last two years, uh, the rise of podcast shows have increased significantly. And I think especially since quarantine and the pandemic hit, a lot of people have started their own show. So it's pretty common to know at least one person who has a podcast nowadays, which is great because there's, you know, more people to listen to. And as a creator, you have more people to connect with. I feel like the podcast community is a little different than YouTube, or at least it's different from what I experienced when I was still very active on YouTube. Um, when uh, During those times, everyone on YouTube just seemed like they were trying to compete against one another and I guess social climb at that time. And I just didn't like that. Um, so yeah, I've what I've noticed with the podcast community is just how supportive people are. But I do want to go back and... Um, say that you know that was how I felt a few years ago during my time um, on YouTube but you know things may have changed and yeah but anyways um, I just think that the podcast community everyone is so genuine um, and you know they're just there to help and to support and I think it was around one year into the podcast that I started to really connect with other podcasters and I just had this thought of how it's better to come together as a community and support and root for one another than to see someone as a threat, right? This was also the time when in my personal life I felt you know, just tired and exhausted, feeling like I needed to do what others were doing and doing and showing on their social media uh, timeline, comparing myself to others, comparing my timeline to others, like my actual life timeline to others where I am compared to where someone else is. I just felt so behind and I was so mentally drained from comparing that I had, you know, just no energy left in me to do my own thing to do me and so having you know this podcast community be so supportive and just helping me along the way and meeting so many nice people has really like changed just how I view where I should be in life and um yeah, my mindset as well. So to anyone who is thinking about starting a podcast or just starting anything, I would totally encourage you to do so or at least try even if you 
you know, have a little iffy feeling about it. And if you do, let me know. I would love to hear your podcast and tune into your episodes. I really just want to thank you all for the support and listening in on the episodes, whether you've been here since the beginning, you know, two years ago while I was an anxious senior in college, or you recently joined us. I'm truly grateful for each and every one of you. I know I am still learning and really figuring out myself, my life, career, society, and much more every day, and I'm sure you are too. I'm, you know, definitely learning from my mistakes and building on what is working learning from you all and the guests that we have on here and I'm I am proud of where this is right now I definitely didn't think when starting out what opportunities this podcast would give me and the relationships I have made because of this so I can't even imagine what the next year or the next two three years would bring There were some things that I wanted to share on this episode of what I've learned from the last two years, but I'm also turning 24 in about two weeks, and I think it'll be a better fit in that episode that I had planned, so I'll save it for then. I also planned on doing a reintroduction you know, of myself to you all because I know we have some new listeners since the first episode where I introduced myself, and it's been two years, but honestly, I don't think... I'm going to do that anymore because when I thought about what fun facts there are about me, my mind just went blank. I could not think of anything. It's like the first day of school and the teacher makes the class do an icebreaker where you state your name and a fun fact. My gosh, I hated that. (laughs) However, one thing I do want to share on this episode and talk about is the importance of consistency. Now, before you click off, because I know you may have heard a lot, a lot, a lot of people tell you how important consistency is, I want to share with you why failure is important when it comes to being consistent. One of my favorite books that I read this year is Atomic Habits by James Clare. It got me thinking about my own habits and when I was reading it, it it helped me understand just why some things in my life stuck with me and why others didn't. You see, when we think about our overall goal and what or who we want to be in life, we, we tend to think about you know, the big steps we can take to get to who or where we want to be. But it's important to note the little steps in our day-to-day life that builds our character and our habits towards our goal. We tend to forget about the little things or the little habits because they seem mundane. It's what we see in our everyday life. So one small habit every day does not seem like it's doing much, but if you just zoom out on the timeline, those consistent habits will propel you to your end destination. It's kind of like when you see a little kid every single day for a year, you don't notice the growth and the change in their in their appearance, right? But if you saw this kid in the beginning of the year and then at the end of the year, you will see the difference between then and now. It's the same thing 
with your habits. If you are consistent with a small habit every single day for a year, you might feel like you're not improving or changing much, but that's because you're with yourself every single day and you just don't notice the buildup. So in order to see any growth or change, you have to be consistent with your habits. But oftentimes when we tell ourselves we have to be consistent with something, we see it as a long streak of repeated action. If we, you know, do it for five days straight and then we fail one day, um, we break the streak and thus we beat ourselves up and tell ourselves it's too hard or you can't keep up with it, then what happens? For most people, they just give up. So when I was reading Atomic Habits, James wrote that in order to be consistent, we have to factor in and allow failures, allow ourselves to mess up, to ruin that streak once in a while. So I thought back to all the times I told myself I wanted to get into this new habit or that new habit. For example, (laughs) one habit I was trying to develop is the habit of not checking my phone when I wake up in the morning because I tend to do that and then I tend to just end up laying there scrolling for a long time and it's just a waste of time basically in the morning so as I was thinking back to that and all the other habits I tried to develop it made sense as to why it felt so hard to be consistent and that was because I didn't factor in failure or I didn't plan failure into it you know I I was just like you know what I broke the streak you know I couldn't even go three days without doing it I how am I gonna do it right So you might be thinking, well, if you fail to keep up with the action and develop the habit, then you're not really working your way up to consistency. And that's exactly what I thought too when I was reading that. But what James said is that it's important to plan for failure because consistency is not synonymous to or synonymous for perfect. Um, So if you miss a day, it's important to rebound and to just get back up. I'm going to read um, a page from his book that talks about this, and I think it will help you get a better understanding of what I'm trying to say here. So it reads, quote, The first mistake is never the one that ruins you. It is a spiral of repeated mistakes that follows. Missing one is an accident. Missing twice is the start of a new habit. This is a distinguishing feature between winners and losers. Anyone can have a bad performance, a bad workout, or a bad day at work, but when successful people fail, they rebound quickly. The breaking of a habit doesn't matter if the reclaiming of it is fast. I think this principle is so important that I'll stick to it even if I can't do a habit as well or as completely as I would like. Too often, we fall into an all or nothing cycle with our habits. The problem is not slipping up. The problem is thinking that if we can't do something perfectly, then you shouldn't do it at all. 
you don't realize how valuable it is to just show up on your bad or busy days. Lost days hurt you more than successful days help you. If you start with $100, then a 50% gain will take you to $150, but you only need a 33% loss to take you back to $100. In other words, avoiding a 33% is just as valuable as achieving a 50% gain. As Charlie Munger said, the first rule of compounding, never interrupt unnecessarily. This is why bad workouts are often the most important ones. Sluggish days and bad workouts maintain the compound gains you accrued from previous good days. Simply doing something, 10 squats, 5 sprints, a push-up, anything really is huge. Don't put up a zero. Don't let losses eat into your compounding. Furthermore, it's not always about what happens during the workout. It's about being the type of person who doesn't miss workouts. It's easy to train when you feel good, but it's crucial to show up when you don't feel like it, even if you do less than you hope. Going to the gym for five minutes may not improve your performance, but it reaffirms your identity. The all-or-nothing cycle of behavior change is just one pitfall that can derail your habits. So that's the end of that page. You know what James said is just true. And this is something, even reading it now, I feel like I needed to hear it again, especially this time when I have fallen off the wheel a bit for some things in my life. No matter the reason as to why you fell off, one thing that is for sure is that, you know, it's harder to get back up once you fall off. The reason why I just wanted to share this passage with you all in this episode is because I myself have fallen off the wagon several times, um, you know, these last two years. And one of the wagons I fell off of was this podcast, especially in the very beginning when I was trying to figure it all out Um, and I felt like I wasn't doing a good enough job or when I felt like no one would listen to a certain topic of an episode that I I put out Um, when I when I you know was still in school and I missed a few weeks of posting putting together an episode takes quite some time behind the scene putting together a podcast takes even more time if I didn't do one task for um, this show it would slowly spiral into days or even weeks of me not doing anything for this show then you have you know the thoughts and doubts and fears that start knocking and it would just be a spiral and it would really just at the end of it derail me from showing up and getting the work done But it's not the number of times you fall off that matters or that counts. It's the number of times you bounce back that is truly important. We all want to stay on track, but nothing in life, literally nothing in life is perfect. Sometimes things in life just happen, even on your best days, something can really just knock you down and you don't feel like getting things done you don't have the energy whether it's physically or mentally to get it you know to give it your all and it's okay to slip what's important is to get back up the first moment you can and to remember that this all or nothing mindset is just really hurting us 
The last maybe two or three weeks, I have not been able to get anything done for this podcast. Usually, I set certain times during the day and the week to get things done related to the podcast, but these last few weeks have been hard to gather that mental energy and to focus on this. And I've had these hiccups before in the past. It's quite frustrating at times, but each time I've experienced this, I've just learned to bounce back quicker than the previous. Usually I spend a day creating graphics for the podcast's social media and I would I would spend hours. But during the days when I just can't focus or give my energy towards that, I tend to just create one or two and call it a day. In the beginning, I would be disappointed in myself for only being able to, you know, pump out one or two, but now I don't feel that disappointment because I know just at that moment, I just cannot give it my full attention, whether it's because of work or life is busy or whatever may be my block, but I know one or two on that day is better than nothing, and I also know from my own patterns that I will bounce back and be able to give it my all. And that's the key. That's the key to sustaining anything long-term in life. You will have bursts of energy and motivation during certain periods, and then you'll have periods where it just dips or flatlines. It's what you do during those times that is important and crucial and will help you sustain what you want. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you again for your support and tuning in on this podcast. I know I sound like a broken record at this point, but I sincerely am grateful to still be able to do this and have you guys come along. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Hello 20s. Let's get connected and continue our conversation over on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The links are in the show notes, so you're only one click away. I hope to see you there, and I'll talk to you guys in my next episode.